what's up y'all we're back hello hey hey we are yep and we stay black (laughs) always Mm -hmm. i don't know where it's supposed to be i mean truly truly and it's a beautiful thing quite frankly um we are well, first of all, thank you so much for joining us. If you don't know, this is uh, Tinseltown Tea. Um, I'm Judith, and I'm joined by my beautiful, amazing co-host, Corey. And yeah, if you don't know, this is the uh, podcast where we uh, go through um, and celebrate um, the black and brown creatives in the industry, killing it, particularly in the enter- entertainment industry. And Corey and I are... Uh, I'm going to say and speak into existence. We are rising um, TV writers uh, in the industry and um, we are sharing our journey about how we're making it through and into um, the writer's room. Um, and one way we're doing that uh, is through this podcast, celebrating those people who have uh, paved the way, celebrating the people who are doing new and fantastic things, um, sharing resources within the industry, uh, making sure mm. we also uh, talk about the news and also we do movie reviews we share resources we do script reads i mean and we have interviews so honey we do it all we make sure uh, we give people their flowers and uh yeah we continue to celebrate those who are crushing it um because i don't know if you know anything about this industry but it is white it's white so um you know, we got to diversify and celebrate all people of color, but we definitely use this time to uplift black and brown creatives because that's what we're here to do. So that we start off with a would you rather and this week, my girl, Corey got it. Let's go. All right. Mm -hmm. So the would you rather for this week is Mm -hmm. would you rather be able to breathe underwater or fly through the earth? And my earth is (laughs) Uh, that is such a good question that's hard uh the first thing i thought of was like if i if i can breathe underwater then i have to worry about the sharks trying to eat my ass and then if i fly then i'm gonna have to worry about the planes like you know getting sucked up and whatever aliens and shit right i'm like i'm thinking about all the bad stuff um but i think hmm Ooh, I'm going to say fly through the air because I feel like I would save money on flights because I can just fly um, to get to my destination. Um, and yeah, if I'm planning it right, I can send my luggage ahead of time and it might be cheaper. I'd have to double check. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I would say uh, fly. Um, I am. I, I mean, I'm totally afraid of heights, honestly, but I'm like, Same. let me save a little bit of money um, traveling places and seeing things. But uh, yeah, what about you? Um, yeah, I would have to say fly through the mm-hmm. air because underwater is so scary. It's a mm-hmm. whole ass world under there. It is. I'm not ready for that. And I, it's yeah. literally a whole ass <laughs> world under mm-hmm. there. So I don't think I ever really need to see. Yep. Although my, I have a fear of heights and I also have fear of drowning in water. Mm. Not safe, obviously. Um, so yeah, it would be nice to be able to breathe a little more. So I'd be like, a bitch can never drown. <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to do flying. Yeah. 
Bitch, when I get tired of these little earth niggas, I can just fly. I'm <laughs> out of here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I will see y'all probably next week when I come back down because y'all hoes getting on my nerves. Girl. Oh <laughs> my God. See, yeah. that's why that's why the Lord didn't give us powers like that. Cause child, if they were if they're an earthquake, just pew, out, just out, just right. you're not gonna find I literally me. watch the earthquake from the sky like man. Woo, that is crazy. <laughs> That sucks, y'all. Mm, I don't fun. know. <laughs> like, bye. <laughs> it do it. <laughs> that would be amazing if that's what flying is. It's just running really fast in the air. Just right out here. A little miss. <laughs> Had to catch. You know, black Momentum. folks would be doing TikTok dances in the sky and shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about, ooh. <laughs> Corvette, Corvette. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> got to love it. All right. Well, this week, um, I got to know better, do better. And if you don't know, this is the segment where we kind of share, you know, words of wisdom or just encouragement or even a reminder. And um, this week, I'm just going to do um, a quick uh, reminder. Um, don't forget the TV fellowships uh, for those writers. Usually those um, deadlines, a lot of them are usually at the beginning of the year, but uh, I've noticed that a lot of them have been pushed back, especially to May 1st. So look out for them. Um, you know, NBC, Fox, like a whole, like uh, the I think Screenwriters Guild might have one. But anyways, double check. Um, we have the uh, Writers Guild Foundation. They have a list of fellowship writing programs and their deadlines. So, um, yeah, it's a good way to set a marker for a deadline um, to write stuff. Even if you can't hand it in or you don't feel comfortable with it, at least you'll be farther along in creating sort of um, your portfolio and having something to kind of update your stuff. So do not forget the TV fellowships this year. They've been pushed back because of the pandemic and look out for those deadlines. And even if, you know, there wasn't the pandemic, like look out for those deadlines. Don't forget. Um, yeah. And let's keep on writing, baby. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes, yes. So with that, we're moving right into the news. So in our main segment today, we are going to be recapping the Golden Globes because it happened Mm -hmm. um, a couple days ago. So by the time you guys listen to this, probably will be even more days ago. Yeah. (laughs) Yep, yep, yep. um, So yeah, we're going to do a quick recap of that for our main segment. But Mm -hmm. just to talk about some things in the news, Andre Day. She became the second Black woman ever to win the Golden Globe for Best Drama Film Actress. Congrats to her. Wow, congrats. I feel like, bitch, what? Why is she the second Black woman in 2021? Ghetto and... That is weird. That's very weird. um, You niggas is weird. I don't... I truly don't understand. Like, it's just like you're telling me that no Black woman has been good enough to win this you know, mm. before, like, why is she literally the only, I'm perplexed. I'm, I'm just, it's, it's a conundrum to me. Yep. But congrats to her mm-hmm. for um, winning. So she won for the United States versus Billie Holiday, mm-hmm. which is on Hulu guys. So check mm-hmm. that out. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the other people in the category were Viola Davis, Frances McDormand, 
Vanessa Kirby and Carrie Mulligan. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she won out of all those people. Yeah. Mr. Jones now, Francis yeah. Norman, obviously, Viola mm-hmm. Davis, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, not too familiar with Vanessa Kirby and Carrie Mulligan, but heard the names before, so they must mm-hmm. be, you know, they must be popping. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. So yeah. shout out to her, but also ew. Yeah. That, Whoopi uh, Goldberg shouldn't have been the first, like, it shouldn't have been 35 years. It, like, in that span of time, there were plenty of well-deserved Black actresses working and, like, killing the game. Exactly. Like, it's crazy. Like, you're just trying to tell me that they're, like, I, I'm, I'm perplexed. Mm-hmm. I'm perplexed. Really perplexed. It is just, we're way too far into the world mm-hmm. in terms of years for her to be the second. So, Congrats to Anjade. Well deserved. We'll talk mm-hmm. about it in the main segment, but also ill to go yep. for that. <laughs> okay, so next. Ooh, so y'all probably already seen this video or you haven't seen this video. Yeah. Chadwick Boseman won um, Best Actor for Mari's mm-hmm. Black Bottom, which well mm-hmm. deserved. And his widow, Taylor Simone Ledward, uh, accepted his award on his behalf and gave a powerful yet very sad speech. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was super sad. I mean, I watched it and immediately started crying. As soon as I saw her face, I was like, oh, <laughs> oh no. Like, she was crying as soon as she started. And I would be yeah. too. First of yep. all, you wouldn't have heard nothing from me. I wouldn't even have been there, okay? And that's just how I am. So shout out to her for dressing up. Okay. For even being strong enough to get that speech out because y'all wouldn't have heard. I wouldn't, sh- y'all would never heard nothing from me ever again. Mm-mm. That's all I know. But <laughs> um, yeah, shout out to her for yes. being, uh, you know, ugh, strong enough to get through that speech. If you want to watch it, I'm sure you'll see it on your, your news feed. Yes. But uh, if you are not strong enough, then do not watch it because okay. it is very sad. So let's send our light and our love to Miss Taylor. Yes. And, uh, let's give a round of applause for Chadwick for winning Best Actor. I mean, yes. So more than deserves. And my rings by the bottom. Mm-hmm. And, um, just to know that he was battling cancer during that time and still throughout these amazing performances, it's it's mind-boggling. Gave honestly. his all when I tell you, gave his whole ass all like, oof, gosh. Mm-hmm. Ooh, what a man. Mm-hmm. So next, Winston Duke will be starring as Marcus Garvey. Oh my at, God. At. Talk about legend. Talk Come about on. icon shit. Come Marcus on. Garvey, though. Come okay. on. Okay. Mm. I'm shooketh, so he's going to start in Marked Man, which is an upcoming film set at Amazon Studios. Andrew Dasunmu will direct the film. Jesse Williams, which is um, Light Skin, Green Eye, mm-hmm. um, Grey's Anatomy, mm-hmm. Grey's Anatomy. I'm like, yep. I don't know what he was in, but <laughs> he is. Uh, <laughs> on, that's all I know. And then Dewanda Wise, um, mm. she's got to have it. She's been in another little yeah. movie. She's been in teams. Y'all yep. Know. All the teams. So, yeah. So, yeah. They are in talks to star alongside Winston. The film will pull from the biography Negro with a hat, the rise and fall of Marcus Garvey. Okay. Let me try to pronounce his name. Kwame Kwe Arma wrote mm-hmm. the script, initially developed by Esther Douglas. And the log line, according to Deadline's exclusive report, is, and this is all from Shadow and Act Guys, these articles. Set in the 1920s, Marked Man follows a young black man who joins J. Edgar Hoover's, ew, J. Edgar Hoover, gross, 
the worst. That's not part of the log line. <laughs> I just hate Jagger. He's the worst. So they joined his uh, Federal Bureau of SB- Investigation, the FBI, and then infiltrate Garvey's UNIA organization, testing his loyalty to both race and country as he grows weary of both men's actions. Um, so also, I have to say this every time this man's name is mentioned, fuck J. Edgar Hoover, hate him. Um, just what a disgusting individual. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's the log line. And Mark Gordon and Matt Jackson are producing. Quay Arma, who wrote the script, is uh, I think also producing with mm. Linda Palmer and Robert Tatel and Joanne Lee are executive producing. So awesome. Um, yeah. And also Quay Arma is writing a script for Spike Lee's Biagro musical that's in development. Interesting. Okay. You said Biagro? Biagro. Okay. Uh, come on. Yes. Okay, Spike Lee. Let's okay. do it. Allow, please um, let it be a comedy. That's all I'm saying. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a musical. Okay, good. So interesting. Come Either on. Way, Kwame Quay Arma is getting to the back. Come so, on. Guys, all the bags. And y'all look out for this, uh, this, I think it's going to be a series. I forgot what I said. It's a film mm-hmm. at Amazon. So shout out to that. We love Winston Duke over here. Okay. Truly, truly. Okay. I'm plotting. I'm plotting to get him. <laughs> yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. If y'all know him, let him know Juice is looking. Okay. Mm. I know that's right. Mm. Okay. So next, uh, this is an article that I'm going to get into the full thing because it's something we love to talk about here. So Netflix, there's a Netflix study um, and it published an inclusion report from Dr. Stacey L. Smith and the USC Annenberg Inclusion Initiative on the diversity of the streaming giant's original content. So the study was commissioned by Netflix and they're making it public and will extend it for the next six years. So, okay. They've also announced a Netflix fund for creative equity, which is a $100 million fund to be distributed globally over five years. It's focused on building talent pipelines for underrepresented communities. As the mm-hmm. study, it details how the streaming giant's U.S. original content from 2018 and 2019 performed across 22 inclusion indicators. Nice. All so right. the findings of the study show that Netflix is doing good compared to other studios. I would agree with that. Yeah, I agree in too. Hollywood and in general, I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. But they also have a lot of changes to make to still get closer to real inclusion. I would also I believe that. Mm-hmm. I agree with all of that. Mm-hmm. So um, Dr. Stacey Smith's quote from her, she said, I rarely have anything positive to say. <laughs> keep it, keep hey, it, girl. Girl. Cap. No, no cap. Like we just keeping it fucking real. I love her. Thank you. So this report was a bit of a reprieve from my typical rollout of information. Um, shout out to her because mm-hmm. I so she is the founder. So Dr. Stacey L. Smith is the founder and director of Annenberg Inclusion Initiative at the Annenberg School for Communication and Journalism at a Netflix symposium for the study on Thursday. All right. Shout out at attended. They're the ones who wrote this article. So mm-hmm. of the 22 indicators, 19 of them. So whenever you're doing study, they have to, there's little different indicators. Mm-hmm. 19 of the indicators for Netflix showed year to year improvement. 
The streamer is tracking ahead of the industry and hiring women of color directors in films and series, which I have noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also gender equality in leading roles. Okay. Mm-hmm. Still, not all racial and ethnic groups have seen an increase in representation, namely with gaps in content representation for Hispanic Latino people, Middle mm. Eastern, North African people. I believe American that. Indian, Alaska Native, and Native Hawaiian and Pacific Islander communities. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason for that is because for some reason they can't do us all at once. They have to start with one uh, minority. It's just, just too much. Too much yeah. at once. So they started with us. <laughs> they started with the blacks. Um, they were like, we gave you White Tiger. That's it. And we're yeah. like, Girls. White Tiger was amazing, by the way. My God. Um, but yeah, so that's probably the reason why there's still so many gaps in other communities yeah. because, like I said, you know how the whites do. We, you only, only one minority gets one thing at a time. Period. So they're obviously <laughs> starting with the black folks um, first. Mm-hmm. So the report yeah. calls Netflix's strong black lead more mm-hmm. than a marketing slogan. Um, 21.4% of Netflix films have black leads or co leads, while 10.8% of Netflix series featured a black lead or co-leads that's still kind of small mm-hmm. here are key findings from the study 52 percent of tv and film leads co-leads were women and girls okay 31.9 percent of tv and film leads co-leads were from unrepresented underrepresented yeah, underrepresented racial ethnic groups mm-hmm. okay 23.1 percent of film directors were women very still very low 16.9% of film directors were from underrepresented racial ethnic groups, still very low. Mm-hmm. 29.8% of show creators were women, mm, mm-hmm. very low. Yeah. 12.2% of show creators were from underrepresented racial ethnic groups. That's, ew. That's really low. 12.2%. <laughs> what? Ooh. Gross. Um, so, but I mean, obviously I have noticed that Netflix is kind of leading the charge on here. Yeah. I just don't know why these things take so long. It doesn't take that long. It just should really should people opportunities. I don't understand why it has to be like a year long thing for us to have inclusion. Just include people. It's that motherfucking simple. Like, I don't understand why. Yeah. You've been making too much sense. Like, <laughs> too much sense, girl. Why is this something that has to be rolled out? I don't get it. Yeah. Black folks are talented. They're Asian talented people. They're Asian Hispanic people. Just give them jobs, bitch. It's that and, simple. And also with the vote, like, girl, we're all at home. We need the content. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, you, there should be content rolling out from around the world because we are all here eyeballs open looking at what netflix <laughs> like that's what we doing so at all the teams like ugh. you i'm y'all could roll out probably new projects once a day every day a year and people would still not miss not name one of them exactly <laughs> like truly and y'all gonna put it up there all the goddamn time so truly just the ghetto Mm -hmm. but yeah but all right well i guess you know good that they're leading the way but you know do better we all need we all need the stories yes and then so i'm also putting the full study in our description so you have the link to the full study if you are interested in reading the whole thing i will be reading the whole thing because i love stuff like this perfect so yeah that is in there for y'all so 
Nice. The last news story of the day has to do with who? Our boo, Jonathan Majors. Hey! So he is in talks to star Netflix's Gordon Hemingway in the realm of, oh God, C, how, y'all tell me how to pronounce this. C-H-T-H-U-L-U. Oh, Chad, I might have to look at that. Those are some go letters to the I've article. never seen next to each other. Okay. Okay. Uh, Chatulu. Ch- 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 Chahulu. Chahulu. There you yep. go. Chahulu. Mm-hmm. So that is produced by Spike Lee. Hey, Amen. So, uh, but uh, yeah, according to Variety, he is in talks to star and Gordon Hemway in the room of Chahulu for Netflix with Spike Lee producing and Stefan Bristol directing and Majors will obviously play the title character because what? He's a leading man. And uh, film was first announced this week and it was confirmed by Shadow and Axe. Mm-hmm. And it's based on Hank Woon's screenplay with rewrites by Frederica Bailey and okay. takes place in East Africa in 1928. Ooh. So Major's character, Jonathan Major's character is described as a roguish black American gunslinger who joins with Ethiopian warrior princess Zenibi to rescue Zenibi's royal leadership from the clutches of an ancient evil oh so um yeah mm-hmm. okay. so okay Sounds I'm interesting i mean yeah a ton of details about it but mm-hmm. i am interested if it has jonathan majors in it <laughs> period i would love to see like a. I mean maybe it'd be kind of weird but it, when it said gunslaying i was like "Ooh, is this like a east african western like i'm Not here sure. i'm like i'm here for that like i won't sit but it probably won't be but that's fine yeah. <laughs> here to support like oh yeah yeah i see jonathan major's name or face oh. i'm watching regardless. i'm watching Watch it be trash, and I'm still gonna be like, "Damn, that shit was good, <laughs> girl." I I don't know how I got through Lovecraft Country, but child, I sure did watch Lovecraft Country, and I'm a scary girl, meaning anything scares me. It goes into my subconscious. <laughs> it terrifies me in my dreams, and that show was terrifying, but it was so goddamn good. And it's because Jonathan Majors brought me there. That is right. That's <laughs> like he's so fine. I'm gonna watch this. So, yep. You ain't said nothing but the truth. But the truth. (laughs) I can see already. Get an Instagram, nigga. The fuck? (laughs) He doesn't have Instagram, guys, so. What? We're supposed to, like, you know, lust after you and Google? Come on, nigga. Get get on Instagram. I hate hate when people be trying to act like... I, I have my qualms with social media. It gets my mm-hmm. nerves sometimes. But I hate when niggas be like, I don't want to have social media. Like, shut the fuck. Get in the fucking social media. Get in there. How am I supposed to talk to you? <laughs> I hate niggas like that. Serious. Oh, right to oh. privacy. Boo. Get your ass on Instagram. Get your privacy, <laughs> that is hilarious. We are a mess. Yes. <laughs> but you know, we are also telling the truth so <laughs> with that um that is the news thank you so much Corey. and we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back with the main segment hey y'all we are back mm-hmm. and we are coming to y'all with the main segment 
Now, just like Corey said at the top, we are going to be recapping this year's Golden Globe award show. Um, so it's been out for a while. It aired on Sunday, February 28th, and it was on NBC. And the hosts this year were Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Um, I believe there was um, an article, uh, forgive me, I'll make sure all the sources, again, are in our description so you guys can see it. But um, to my understanding, this was actually the fourth time they might have been hosting together. I will double check for you guys. But <laughs> I felt like that was crazy. I was like, really? Okay. Well, hmm, wait, all right. this is the fourth time hosting the Golden Globes? Yeah, I think so. But let me, <laughs> let me fact check. Cause I was like, I feel like that might not be true or it should be. They should, I mean, honestly, they're fucking hilarious. Um, and I would honestly fight. I mean, I would ask for, I think women should host all the award shows like all comedic yeah. women i just find them funnier and better hosts all races yeah uh, i just find like, them better why hosts. We, okay why are they posting four times like what mm-hmm. there's so many talented folks yeah and honestly i would take um ooh, maya rudolph hosting oh. anything period yeah. In fact, just give her all the award shows to host. Just let her host all of them because she's fucking hilarious. I will like, allow her, and if it just can't be her, I would allow her and what's the name? Kristen Wig. Oh, yeah. You know what? Yes. Her name is it really Wig? <laughs> like my wig? <laughs> yes, it is Kristen Wig, and she is hilarious. I'd take um, too. Yeah. If I would. Be Maya, it has to be someone else too. You know? Yeah. The funny, yeah, the funny ladies. I even would say Leslie Jones. And um, I know um, Tiff- uh, Tiffany Haddish, there was talks about that, but I'm like, let her, yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah, according to uh, the Googles, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler co-hosted the Golden Globes Award for the fourth time on Sunday night. I was like, wow. Like, it feels like they yeah. never get the chance to do that, but apparently it's four times. I'm grateful for it. I think they're funny. Um, so yeah, I uh, just a heads up, y'all. I really didn't watch it, um, honestly, and um, it was a lot. We'll talk about it, you know, as we go on in the segment, particularly, you know, with the lack of representation. But the good thing is, um, just like we reviewed in the news, there were some wonderful um, Black actors and actresses that were recognized and actually won some categories. Um, So that's amazing. And before we get into the winners and the nominees of things, um, just backstory for those of you guys that haven't been following. So uh, the Los Angeles Times, I guess, um, put out a report uh, talking about the foreign, um, what is it, the Foreign Press Association? Um, I want to make sure I am getting their name right, but I believe it's the Foreign Press Association. And they are the body that um, votes in the actual nomination for the Golden Globes, right? So because this article came out, the LA Times basically highlighted the fact that a lot of their uh, committee members and board members have no Black members. And just so we're clear, just for uh, fact-checking, it's the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, um, and they are in charge of that. So they highlighted that, and, you know, throughout the ceremony and you know for me i was reading through articles and of course on instagram where i get most of my news how sad um but 
they basically leaned in on the fact that there's, again, this comes up in Hollywood so much, a lack of diversity, particularly at the top when it comes to the decision-making um, powers um, in Hollywood, the entities that have the sort of control. Um, okay. And yeah, it seems like a running theme. Um, so we'll talk about that. But first, we're going to get to uh, winners and losers. Um, so for uh, best picture drama, and right now I'm reading off of the actual Golden Globes uh, website because it has a list. So if you want to see all the list of winners and nominees, you can just check it out. Um, so the winner for a best picture in a drama was uh, Nomadland, and that's on Hulu. I thought that I saw that movie and it was actually really, really good. Um, kind of weird because you see this woman travel across you know uh the desert and she's like kind of pooping in buckets it's like huh. i think tina fey actually <laughs> put, did a joke about that which was hilarious but beyond that um it was well shot like super well shot um well, francis uh mcdormand right yep she oh, she leaded her. that and she they she's a, a great a great fucking actress um nominees in that um, fa- the father, uh, Mank, oh, excuse me. Yeah. Mank promising young woman, uh, and the trial of, Sh- of, uh, the Chicago seven. So that was all there, but, uh, Nomadland won that, um, going on to best picture for a musical or comedy. Um, the winner was, uh, Sasha Baron Cohen's Borat subsequent movie film. Um, I didn't watch the whole thing, but for those ne- who need reference, this is where, uh, I think Sasha Baron Cohen, um, somehow snuck and got an interview with uh rudy giuliani (laughs) and uh i don't know if it was him or if he sent in a woman to kind of you know set him up but he ended up putting his hands down his pants yeah um disgusting uh uh, yeah so the um (laughs) the other nominees included hamilton which was on disney plus music uh with the film directed by sia that actually had some controversy too palm springs which was on hulu yeah so what so what i've heard basically sia was um writing this i think it's about this young lady who um is autistic so that's the main character uh there's a character who is autistic and so um i think uh, people in the community were like did you do your research sis like you out here writing you know from your perspective you have to make sure you portray the characters like as realistic as possible and respectfully as possible and yeah. all of those things so there was a little dust up with that um and the prom was also nominated that was on um netflix um best actress motion picture drama uh, as we mentioned before Audra day is the winner um the united states versus billy holiday work sis nominees in this category were viola davis for uh ma rainey's black bottom vanessa kirby pieces of a woman Fra- francis mcdormand uh with no man land and uh carrie mulligan with promising young woman so shout out to Andre day again uh, the first woman to win this in 35 years, uh, first black woman, excuse me, let me get it together. But, you know, congratulations to her. Also utterly ridiculous. Um, moving on, mentioned again, uh, Corey mentioned this in the news, best actor in a motion picture drama, Chadwick Boseman for his um, beautiful um portrayal and Ma Rainey Ma Rainey's Black Bottom uh, mm-hmm. other nominees included uh, Rez Hamed for Sound of Metal Anthony Hopkins with The Father uh, Gary Oldman with Mank and Tahir, uh, Tahir Rahman excuse me 
Rahim with the men mortuarian. Forgive me, Mr. Mr. Rahim. Please forgive me. Um, for fucking at that title. Um, yes. <laughs> so again, uh, congratulations to Chadwick Boseman and his um his uh widow um went ahead and received it for him. Again, inspiring speech, check it out. And uh yeah, send your uh good vibes, prayers, uh, whatever it is uh to her as she continues to grieve um the loss of such a great, great actor um during this fucking trash can of a time here on the earth um best actress motion picture musical comedy uh excuse me the winner lord help me uh rosamund uh pike i care a lot i think this is on uh netflix um and i think it's about a woman who um yeah it's really weird i don't know why it's a musical maybe it is a musical i don't think it is it didn't look like one it does not look like one i don't know why the categories are like this but yeah she was out here scamming hoes um <laughs> in the premise she was definitely using a um a nursing home facility and scamming these hoes so i want to check that out um other nominees which this is a very lily white category um <laughs> So nominee uh, Maria ba- uh, Bakalova for Borat's uh, subsequent movie film, Kate Hudson in music, Michelle Pfeiffer in French Exit. Okay, Michelle Pfeiffer. And uh, Anna Taylor-Joy, Emma. I just want to say, one time I met Michelle Pfeiffer and I love her to fucking death. She was oh, great. She's, she's super, super nice. And like, we it was it was a crazy story. Me and my sister went to the uh White House foreign um dinner that they have. They have like the, the White House Press has association has this dinner and all these people come and it's mm. like a big deal. I forget what year it was, but we were walking around there and we met Michelle Pfeiffer and she talked to us for a long time, acting like she wanted to get to know us and shit. I was like, Michelle Pfeiffer, thank you so much. She was so sweet. Um, so yeah. Uh, that's just me standing over Michelle Pfeiffer, who did not win in that category. Uh, moving on, best actor, motion picture, musical comedy. Um, that went to Sasha Baron Cohen for his Borat film. Uh, he beat out James Corden in The Prom, Lin Manuel Miranda for Hamilton, Dev Patel in Personal History of uh, David Copperfield, and Andy Samberg in Palm Springs. Uh, supporting actress, anom- uh, yeah, supporting actress. This is an emotion picture. Jodie Foster won in the uh, the movie. I cannot enunciate. Lord help me. Uh, Mauritanian, Mauritanian, the Mauritanian. That's where we're going with. She beat out Glenn Close, who was in Hillbilly Elegy. Elegy, yes. Forgive me, I might know words sometimes, guys. Um, Olivia Coleman in The Father, uh, Amanda uh, Sidfried in Mank, and Helen Zengel, uh, News of the World. Oh, she's she's so cute. Helen is a little baby. Go ahead, little girl. Nominated already, girl. Go ahead and um, get your agent yeah, to send your check. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, okay, and make sure you invest, please, right now. Um, so Best Supporting Actor, Motion Picture, the one and only Daniel Kaluuya for Judas and the Black Messiah. Well-deserved. Right. If y'all hadn't heard our last episode where we reviewed this uh, movie, please check it out. It's fucking amazing. Watch it. HBO Max. 
well done. It should be studied, honestly. Um, he beat uh, the likes of Sasha Baron Cohen, uh, Jared Leto, The Little Things. Um, I don't know why they have here. I didn't know Sasha Baron Cohen was in the trial of Chicago 7. Okay. Doing Wait, what? That's what they serious? have. He's I'm being serious. I guess so. It says on the Golden Globes. I was like, he was in that? Okay. <laughs> Well, okay, Sasha Baron Cohen, I'm scared of you. Go ahead. Um, Bill Murray on The Rocks. I haven't seen you in a while, Bill. I need to clearly check that out. And Leslie Odom, Jr., One Night in Miami. Well-deserved nomination. Yay. You really killed it. Um, amazing. Um, and then we're going to go through another round, um, which I think this is great. Um, di- best Director of a Motion Picture, Chloe Zhao for No... Uh, uh, Nomadland, forgive me. Um, I read somewhere that she is the first woman and first Asian woman to win this award. Congratulations to her um, in this nomination. Um, and also, again, what? Why is Why? 2021 she the first? This Why is she the first woman and let alone the first Asian woman to do Anyways. First woman to? Oh, God. Yeah, I believe so. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, guys, why? Anywho, um, but she beat out um so uh Emerald uh Fenley. That's a pretty name, Emerald, uh promising young woman, um, the David Fincher who directed Mank, Regina King, who directed One Night in Miami, and Aaron Sorkin, who directed The Trial of the Chicago Seven. Um, best screenplay for a motion picture. The winner of that was Aaron Sorkin, The Trial of the Chicago Seven. Um, he beat out Emerald Fenlin of Promising Young Woman, Jack Fincher from Mank, uh, Christopher Hampton and Florian Zeller of The Father, and Chloe Zhao from No Man Land. Uh, excuse me, no, yeah, No Mad Land. Yeah, I thought I said No Man Land. God help me. Um, best picture, uh, animated, um, Soul won that. Congratulations to that team. Oh, okay. It, yeah, it beat out the Crudes, uh, A New Age, um, Onward from Pixar, Disney, Over the Moon from Netflix, which is a really good film, and Wolf Walkers. All right. Um, best picture, Foreign film the winner was um minari um which is from uh the u.s okay um which i was like mm, what is wait okay is this foreign category yes yeah, the foreign category and underneath it it says usa and i'm like okay all right um another thing we can probably talk about what the hell um so another round from denmark was nominated it beat out la lorian uh french and guatemalan Okay, uh, the life ahead. Um, it's an Italian film, and the two of us, which is a U.S. comma French. So those are just a taste of the nominees. If you want to just get a list of the winners and stuff, go to the Golden Globes. Um, dot com. And yeah, um, with that recap, we're also going to talk about you know some of the things that I think were popping up on the internet. Um, I saw the monologue with Amy Poehler and Tina Fey. Um, honestly, I love anything and everything that they do. They're amazing comedy writers. I thought it was really funny. Um, they, they obviously like leaned into the very fact that, you know, on the, um, Hollywood Foreign uh, Press Association, there are no black people who sit on the committee that is able to vote for some of these, um, for these films, quite frankly. Um, and I think they did a good uh, good job of that. Some of the things that the girls were kind of mad at, I think there were some glitches because um, at home, 
basically all the people who were nominated had set up their Zoom and you got a lot of like reactions from home. But, you know, with Zoom, there's always a delay somehow. And like if there's any crosstalk, like it can kind of get a little wonky. Yeah. So um, some of the, you know, some of the journalists and people were like, oh, this, oh, this isn't that great. But I like the fact that we can see I think the audience can see Tina Fey was in New York and Amy Poehler was in LA. So they were on the screen side by side doing the monologue, which I thought was cool. It's probably awkward in the audience because if you're in the audience and you're only in LA, there are these kind of long pauses that Tina Fey would have. And she's kind of like, you know, doing the face cause she's a fucking professional. Um, so it's kind of like weird that way. Um, one of the things that I thought was really cool and that was mentioned not only in the monologue, but, you know, in the overall thing was like they had first responders in the audience and all of these Hollywood people were home. So I'm glad that they gave like well-deserved like first responders the Hollywood experience to feel, you know glamorous and to have like such a high profile experience, especially when, you know, we disregarded them throughout the country when they were like, Hey girls, um, we're suffering. Can you guys stay home and wear a mask? And pretty much a collective middle finger and a fuck you, uh, to them <laughs> while they were trying to save all mm -hmm. of our asses. Um, but hopefully that changes and hopefully we continue, you know, to support them. But I'm so glad that they did that. I thought that was a really, really, really cool idea. Um, so, yeah, what did you what do you think of Amy Poehler and Tina Fey um, hosting? Um, if you were able to catch some clips or whatever, I think I mean, I, I love them. But um, and I know you mentioned it was like the lowest watch or something like that. Yeah. So I was saying and we can probably hop into that but mm -hmm. yeah the ratings for this year hmm. um yeah it was not what it's been in the past couple of years and it cool can be too. a lot of things that's true that going into that but um as far as them hosting i like them too think they're mm -hmm. funny separately think they're funny together but mm -hmm. don't understand why they're hosting for a fourth time like do they have a contract I mean, it's just there's a lot of other talented people that. That's true. That's true. But, but it doesn't even feel like it. I was like, four. I don't remember the other the other times. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm just like, well, dang, bitch. What about you know? Like we said, Maya Rudolph. Like, yes, girl, give me girl. She'll be good. Oh she'll, my god. She'll be good. She'll be good. So good. But yeah. That's my thing. It's like, dang, like they gonna host it ten times. Like, shit. Let's. <laughs> I believe in giving everyone a chance. Yeah. Then I don't know. I don't know. They probably could have a contract, but mm -hmm. um. So yeah, but they're they're funny. I think they yeah hit. And uh, yeah, I really I really like them together. Yeah, together they are definitely a force. They've been yeah. years. Yep. But uh. Yep. I don't know if that, I mean, I don't, I don't want to say that contributed to what's going on with the ratings. I can't mm. say that, but it is, uh, um, it was not a good year. No. Of the show. Yeah. I'm not surprised. I feel like I, I, there's a lot of things again, like you said, I feel like a lot of people are probably like, even with us with zoom fatigue and like, you know, that adjusting to doing live shows that way. Um, even mm -hmm. though I didn't see all of it, I think, 
the people who probably got it right in terms of awards shows within the pandemic was BET. Um, I saw a lot of really amazing performances done very well. It felt very cinematic. Like it didn't feel like everybody's in this little zoom square box putting on a show. So you know, hopefully, you know, you girls can sit down with the folks over at BET and get some notes, take some notes on, on the production and the live. Um, yeah. <laughs> we'll try. We're going we're gonna to get it. We need to get it together now. Um, yeah. So. So, yeah, I think I mean, yeah, I love Amy and, and Tina Fey together. So um, we'll see. You know, they continue to get your checks, ladies. Um, get the coins. Yeah, yeah, I have a lot of coins, but yeah. Yeah, get them and continue to make us laugh, laugh, child. Um, so yeah, so again, um, this whole sort of ceremony was kind of engulfed with the um calling out of the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. And um, you know, in a lot of reports, they basically said that they're looking to see how they can fix the situation, but you know, this is been a long, a long time now. Um, so yeah, I mean. I don't know. For me, I'm a little tired of like, you know, every time it's like, how long do we have to say diversity and inclusion is important? Like how, like how many more years are we going? Like, let's have everyone represented. Like, I truly don't understand. Yeah. I don't like that's why it's so difficult. It's, I don't see why it has to be an initiative. Like, why do we have to have a diversity and inclusion initiative? Just include everybody. Like, why the fuck there's got to be something we work on? Just do it. Like I said earlier, just do it. Just it's literally 2021. Like you hoes could have called. I mean, this was the year when people were marching with George Floyd and people had an awakening and child people were calling their black friends. I'm like, you hoes couldn't call your black friends to be on the board. I mean, oh, white folks just found out about racism last year. Like, apparently, apparently, they didn't know. <laughs> they had no idea. Y'all couldn't get Idris to be on the board. Y'all couldn't mm. get Whoopi. I mean, nobody like not Denzel. Nobody like no nobody. No 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 one. No not one. No near not one. Like come on, like get it together, like get it together, you know, and it focuses, but like, again, like you don't have to do one race at a time. <laughs> like, come on, like That's how it is. Y'all can't get Danny Trejo on there. Cause this man has been, you know, working a very long time now. Come on. Danny I mean, it's opening his, uh, his donut shop. He ain't, he don't give a fuck. He opened up his donut shop. He making out. The man <laughs> is op- opening up his, fifth sixth seventh i mean he might open up a, a goddamn dollar tree somewhere i'm like well you know what I, that's the only dollar tree i'm going to but it's like right. <laughs> what like come on and so much <laughs> so okay. many i mean just so many like so many actors and actresses that could be represented on that board i just don't understand like get it together just get it all the way together and you know if there's a limitation make that fucking board bigger make it bigger i don't it's it's not not that hard (laughs) like it's just it's just not like they're making it such a huge chore by making it an initiative where we can do it it's not we're not talented y'all not gonna sit here and say we're not talented enough 
Why? Oh, God. I just, <laughs> just do don't it. understand. Just do it. Just do it. That's yeah. it. Just do it. I truly don't understand. But that could also be why their ratings were shitty. Mm, well, mm. people were like, you know what? No. <laughs> they were like, no. Shit over and over again. So Truly. Hey, you reap what you sow out here. Truly. So out here. Shoot. Truly, truly. Out of all these little shows, the Golden Globes has been the worst mm. year in terms of that, I think. Yeah. Just from what I'm remembering mm-hmm. from past years of hearing things. Yeah. Early. Truly not. I mean, I'm not surprised, but yeah, to them, get it together, do it. You don't need to have committee meetings. You don't need to have all these, you know, well, let's sit committee. down and talk and whoop de woo. No, just do it. Just send out the invite. You know who, who to reach out to. Y'all can have Oprah on there. Yeah. There's just, there's too many people for them to be clueless like this. Like, mm-hmm. too many. like at this point, it's an excuse that I'm here. Okay. It's just too many people. Y'all have too many resources to not have it together at this point. Y'all so. got too much power. All y'all got to say is, hi, I am with the Hollywood Foreign Association. Would you be on the committee? Thank you, Viola Davis. Come on board. <laughs> You got like I truly. Oh, you don't have time. Great. Uh, we're about to call Octavius. But like who? Like names? Like look, talking about you don't know. Okay, let's find them. Y'all should know everybody. Like, glo- y'all should know. Get it together. <laughs> Just do it. Mm, done with y'all. But yeah. there, there were some highlights. Um, again, I like the fact that they had the first responders in the audience. Um, enjoying. Oh, and they did. Their, mm-hmm, they had. Um, gl- so yeah, the 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 first responders. So glad they were able to have their night. And also, um, there was a clip that was circulating that I thought was just the epitome of like black queendom and black women supporting each other and celebration. So there was a clip um, of Audra Day. Um, she won, and it was a beautiful, beautiful oh, sight to see clip. her family. <laughs> And then she had an interview on, um, I think it was Access Hollywood Digital or something like that. And child Regina King somehow came into her house with her dog and like surprised her. And when I tell you, like, Audra just got up and hugged her. Like, it was so genuine. Like, it was just so beautiful to see like these two queens like supporting each other like it was just so dope and like it was like oh, beautiful yes so. more of this more of this so yeah i thought that was a beautiful moment and definitely a highlight and also another highlight again chad bozeman's wife's take winning <laughs> um you know accepting on behalf of him you know again oh heartfelt um he deserves and uh, yeah, <sighs> keep her lifted, please. Um, and yeah, that's I mean, that's pretty much all I, I, I have with the with the recap. Um, what about you? Yeah, I didn't even watch it, y'all. So yeah, whatever you said is correct. But <laughs> I will keep my same stance as they mm-hmm. got to do better. Yeah. Got to do better. And yeah. uh, the ratings don't lie. So yeah. Like we said, listen well, to black folks. We make every, well, listen to black women. We make everything so easy for y'all niggas. Y'all I mean, all you have to do, all you have to do is very simple. Mm-hmm. Just it's listen. Really one of those things 
just do it. Nike check, just do it. It's, mm-hmm. ugh, I swear. <laughs> I, I just, at this point, I have no more words. <laughs> but um, yeah, shout out to Audra Day. Shout yes. out to Miss Taylor Simone Ledward mm-hmm. for having the courage and enough strength to uh, do such a beautiful, articulate, well-spoken, amazing speech. Like mm-hmm. I said earlier, and shout out to all the black folks. Yes, as Issa <laughs> said, as uh, Issa always <laughs> says, we always rule for black folks. <laughs> always. Um, and shout out to the brown folks as well. Yes. And uh, yeah, hopefully go, somebody from the from Golden Globes is listening mm-hmm. and uh, they will take uh, heed to what we are saying because mm-hmm. we're literally laying the blueprint. It's not even a blueprint. Because it's so simple. Truly. It's so simple. Yep. But anyways, that is the Golden Globes 2021. Hopefully they get it together and their ratings uh, are a little better uh, Mm -hmm. next year. Because this year they were absolutely terrible. Mm. Like I think, yeah. From the article, we I think we put all the articles in the description. Mm -hmm. Go Mm -hmm. ahead and take a gander and... uh, yeah, let us know what you guys thought of the Golden Globes if you watched it, because I know a lot of y'all didn't. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna stop riding these people. Let me go. <laughs> we'll be right back, y'all. We back, y'all. Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. And we are in our last segment. Our That's right. No segment. Mm-hmm. And I will start with Miss Andre Day. She is a singer, songwriter, actress. Um, we just talked about her because she's now the second Black woman ever to win the Golden Globe Award for Best uh, Actress in a Drama. Amazing. So, shout out to her. Mm-hmm. So she uh, was nominated for... So she's usually been singing. She, my sister hasn't even really acted before. Mm-hmm. And for her first big role, she won a fucking Golden Globe, which means my sister's a GOAT. Oh. But um, her background obviously is in singing because of that voice. Mm. Album was nominated for Best R&B Album at the 2016 Grammys. The main single was Rise Up, which I know you guys have heard before. Truly, um, and it was nominated for Best R&B Performance. She has also appeared alongside my favorite artiste Stevie Wonder. Well, it's partially credited for her discovery. They were in an ad for Apple TV in late 2015. And her most recent thing, obviously, was she portrayed Billie Holiday in the United States versus Billie Holiday, which mm-hmm. I know you guys are all hearing about because she's mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. on Hulu. Mm-hmm. She's also nominated for Best Original Song, of course, um, in that category. So mm-hmm. my sis's resume is long when it comes to her singing and music career. Um, I'm sure you guys have definitely heard of her before. And like I said, guys, she doesn't even have a filmography like that. Mm-hmm. She uh, played a nightclub singer in uh, Marshall, which Howard Bozeman starred in. Mm-hmm. It's the biopic of Thurgood Marshall. Right. And then her only other credit is she was the voice of Sweet Tea in Cars 3. <laughs> Come on! You gotta get that voice over money. Sweet get- Tea? Love that name. Yes. And then after that, it was she portrayed Billie Holiday and fucking killed it. So I'm shook it that my dog, my sis, mm. is a freaking icon. Truly. And uh, doesn't even need to have a long resume. Just know that she is an icon. Mm-hmm. Walking 
I mean, what? Ugh, I'm shook it. But I mean, her filmography may be super small, but her discography is mm. amazing. Her awards, yep. her nominations, all of that mm-hmm. is amazing. So if you haven't heard of her before, go listen to Rise Up. Go listen to her previous uh, albums. Make sure that you watch United States versus Billie Holiday, her award-winning mm-hmm. portrayal of Billie Holiday. And uh, get yourself hit to Miss Andra Day. Yep. Period in point blank. That is, uh, this is just the beginning for her. So congratulations really to her. She about to, poo, she about to blow up even more. Okay. So yes, congratulations to her. So happy that she won. Truly, truly amazing. So, uh, the next nigga you should know, uh, we kind of highlighted him last week because, uh, you know, his portrayal as Fred Hampton in, uh, Judas and the Black Messiah was fucking amazing um yeah daniel kaluuya um and of course like we just said um he won a golden globe award for his uh portrayal for that movie fucking amazing if you haven't seen it please watch it um you know he began his career as a teenager um in improvisational theater um again he's a british actor and writer um and yeah he's been coming up through uh the British telly, if you will. Um, <laughs> he portrayed uh, Posh Kenneth uh, in uh, the first two seasons of the British television show Skins, um, in which he co-wrote some of the episodes. So go off writer with writing credit. Come on. Um, he played the lead role in Sucker Punch at the Royal Court Theater in London. Um, he out here getting all of the uh, credits, honey. Um, he also played Michael T. Leaf in the BBC dark comedy series, Psychoville, and Michael Mack Armstrong in the BBC Three horror drama series, The Fades. Come on, The Range. I mean, The Range for you girls. He gained uh, further acclaim with his performance as Bingham Bing Madsen in Black Mirror episode 15 Million Merits. If y'all remember that, thank you. Uh, Kaluuya appeared as Agent Colin Tucker in the 2011 film Johnny English Reborn and portrayed Black Death in the 2013 film Kick-Ass 2. I need to see that. I like the first Kick-Ass. In 2015, he had a supporting role in uh, Dennis uh, Villeneuve's film uh, Sicario. Forgive me if I butchered your last name dennis forgive me in 2017 of course this is when i was introduced to him uh kaluuya starred in get out which garnered him critical acclaim Mm. and a nomination for the academy award for best actor shout out to jordan peele who fucking changed the game in the horror scene for black and brown creatives give him all the checks and the awards um after this role um i don't know this little film called mm, black panther he was in that Hello, you know, by, you know, director Ryan Coogler, you know. Um, he was also in Steve McQueen's heist film Widows, which I believe Viola Davis was in that as well. And uh, Melina Mansukis' romantic road crime film Queen and Slim, which I believe was written by uh, the uh, amazing Lena Waif. Um, and of course... Of course, we celebrate uh, his win with uh, portraying Fred Hampton and Judas and the Black Messiah um, for the Golden Globe win. So um, if you don't know now, you know, he is only 32 years old with this uh, uh, resume, Chad. He is not. He is 32 years old with this long ass resume, honey. And I mean, if 
I mean, just beginning. So I cannot, I cannot wait to see uh, how far he goes, what he will portray, all of the stories that he will help uh, bring to the forefront. Um, amazing Daniel Kaluuya. He is that nigga you should know. Uh, point blank, period. Like, super proud of him. It's amazing. And yeah, with that, we've come to the end of our show, y'all. Thank y'all for walking hey. with us on Tinseltown Tea. Hey, um, hey, hey. We are on all the social medias, Facebook at Tinseltown Tea, uh, uh-huh. Twitter, Tinseltown Tea, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, Tinseltown Tea. If you want to uh, send us an email, we're at tinseltowntea at gmail.com. Yep. Let us know what you thought of the Golden Globes. I mean, um, if y'all watched it, if you did not, that's fine. Share your thoughts. We'd love to uh, share. Um, also share, you know, hit us up on um, the Instagrams, you know, into, you know, continue to engage with us there. And yes. yeah, um, anything I have missed friend before we let us say goodbye. No, I think that is it. Like I said, make sure you are engaging with us, liking, commenting, subscribing, leaving ratings, leaving reviews. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, whatever the fuck else you can do, make sure you are doing it. Yes. Um, supporting us as we continue to grind out and give you guys new episodes weekly, child. Mm-hmm. Weekly. So, um, yeah, thank y'all for rocking with us. Yay. <laughs> always peace and blessings absolutely i'm sending them y'all way yes and with that y'all we are out we will see y'all next time hey (laughs) 